0: He rubbed his grizzly chin. Shouldn't have been no collapse, though. Been there since 1830, that wall has. Anyhow, my old dog Ben started scratting, and first I thought not on it, but then... He shrugged, as if there was nothing more to be said. Sally slammed down her knife and fork. Just because I go for a walk with a boy doesn't mean I'm a trollop. Sally, said Mrs Lum. ''Stop shouting at your father. That wasn't what he meant and you know it.'' Sally continued to glare. ''Well, that's what it sounded like. He was only trying to warn you. Boys tried to take advantage. But you don't have to treat me like I'm a baby. I'm sixteen now.'' ''Aye,'' said Mr Lum, ''and you'll do as you're told till you're eighteen. That's the law.'' After a few minutes sulking, Sally decided to change the subject. ''Have you seen those men on the hill?'' "'They look like policemen to me. "'I'm going up to have a look after dinner.' "'Well, make sure you're back before midnight,' said her mother. "'This cleared the air a bit, "'and they enjoyed the rest of their meal in peace.' "'Several cars were blocking the road by the field now, "'and having taken off his jacket, "'Banks was leaning against the warm stone wall "'while the photographer and the forensic team did their work. "'Dr. Glendenning,' The white-haired pathologist, having finished shaking limbs and inserting his thermometer in various orifices, stood up and, cigarette dangling from his mouth, began making calculations in his notebook. Although smoking was strictly prohibited at the scene of a crime, nobody ever dared to mention this to Glendenning. The victim, he announced finally, had been killed elsewhere and merely dumped in this isolated spot. But it was a warm night, so I can't give an accurate estimate of time of death, most likely after dark and before sunrise this morning. Bloody wonderful, Banks thought. Anything else? Blow to the back of the head. Proverbial blunt instrument. Sharp edged, like a wrench or a hammer. Pretty powerful. Skull cracked like an egg. Full report after the autopsy, of course. Is that all? Yes. Banks nodded and turned to Weaver. Any idea who the dead man was? Yes, sir. Harry Stedman lives in the village. Married? Yes, sir. Banks looked down at Helmthorpe, spread out crookedly by a bend in the river, its grey slate roofs gleaming in the sun. The clock on the square church tower said 12.30. Then we'd better get in touch with his wife. Yes, sir. The two of them set off toward the Cortina. "'Tell me what you know about this Steadman,' said Banks, "'as he reversed into a gateway and turned round. "'Lived here about eighteen months, sir, early forties, "'used to be a university professor in Leeds, "'then he inherited a fortune from his father and set himself up here. "'They live in Gratley.' "'I thought you said they lived in the village.' "'Same thing, really, sir. Gratley's just a hamlet, "'a few old houses off the road. "'The two are as near as makes no difference, "'but the locals like to keep the name.' As Banks drove down the hill toward the bridge, Weaver pointed across the river and up the opposite valley side. That's Gratley, sir. Banks saw the row of cottages. Oh, I see what you mean. Steadman's house was larger than Banks had imagined. It was solidly built and a double garage had been built onto one side. The large garden consisted of a well-kept lawn with a colourful flowerbed at its centre. Leaving Weaver in the car, Banks walked down the crazy paving and rang the doorbell. The woman who answered was plain-looking, with stringy brown hair, and wore a pair of over-large, unbecoming spectacles. She was dressed in a shapeless beige cardigan and checked slacks. Banks thought she might be the cleaning lady. Mrs. Steadman. Yes. The woman peered at him. "'Banks introduced himself and felt the familiar tightening in his stomach "'as he was ushered into the living room. "'It was always like this. "'What is it?' Mrs. Steadman asked. "'Has there been an accident?' "'As he broke the news, "'Banks watched Mrs. Steadman's expression change from disbelief to shock. "'Finally she began to weep quietly. "'There was no sobbing. "'The tears simply ran down her pale cheeks.' Mrs. Stedman, he said. I'm afraid there are a few...